Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. We are coming right up onto it. Thanksgiving Day is tomorrow. And in honor of Thanksgiving, I have the wonderful, renowned, amazing Dr. Mark Sherwood back on the show with me. We're going to be talking a little bit about your Thanksgiving and the holiday season coming up and how you can stay healthy in the midst of that. We've also got some wonderful listener questions. It's going to be a fantastic 20 minutes. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So tomorrow is Thanksgiving and you guys heard me last Friday tell you why I think it is so important that you maintain family traditions and that you take some time to celebrate. We have a lot to celebrate. The, The world's on fire and yes, you turn on the news and things are really weird, but we still have a lot to be thankful for. This is a great opportunity for you to take some time, establish some traditions with your family, come before the Lord, say thank you, eat some really good food, and basically just generally chill out. All right. So I'm excited right now because Dr. Mark Sherwood's back on the show. We're going to be talking about it. Hey, my friend, welcome back. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving Eve to you. This is like a a big sort of day before the big day. I know. And I can tell you, so my family and I are coming back today from Mount Hood. So we, we've we been up there since Monday. So we go up there uh, Sunday, actually, Sunday after church. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, come home on Wednesday, and then we're just cooking up a storm. So we've been hunting for a Christmas tree and uh, hanging out with our kids up in the mountains. And now we're going to be just cooking up a storm. I love, love, love. Mark, yeah. we need to celebrate. I love this time of year. We do. And, and a lot of people sort of lose sight of uh, the original beginnings. I mean, understand the pilgrims came over, you know, and half of them died that, that yeah. the first winter, you know, and they're t- trying to figure out how to survive. They build this sort of pact with the Indians that are there and they, yeah. they figure out a way to celebrate life. I mean, isn't that yeah. what it's about? It's celebrating life. It's not about what we've got going on in the world. They had yeah. two people couldn't have been different. But boy, they sat down and they were thankful. So I, I think that's perspective. Yeah, I agree. And and even though the universities are trying to ruin it and the Biden administration is trying to ruin Thanksgiving and rewrite the narrative, uh, I, you know what? You and I have talked about this before, but I feel like the left just ruins everything it touches. Everything it touches turns to crap, as uh, Trump <laughs> rightly said. <laughs> but Pretty not Thanksgiving, yeah. not this year. Uh, you said right before we started recording that you actually have a wonderful little, uh, like, is it like a booklet or something? I'm going to put it in the yeah. show notes today for our listeners that has some really great recipes for Thanksgiving dinner. So tell us a little bit about it because mm-hmm. I'm salivating thinking about it. Yeah, I do. Um, several years ago, I, I did these cooking segments for a local television section or a TV station. And, you know, um, not that good at Is there anything that you haven't done? I'm just trying, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just, I'm just trying to think like, yeah, I did some cooking segments and all the things. Yeah, <laughs> you're a police officer, yeah. you're a doctor, you're a power lifter, for goodness sake. There, you know, um, I guess so. I get you're a renaissance man. I, but I was doing this little cooking segment and uh, Thanksgiving came up and, you know, everybody's used to eating like terrible food and all this stuff. So I right, right. took it upon myself to figure out a way around it. So because we can eat good food, right? You don't have to to ruin Thanksgiving. Good food should taste good. Great taste, man. It's got stuffing. It's got pie. It's got it's got what we would consider a mash sort of a recipe, and it's got your turkey, and it is all in this little recipe book that I made. Cooked the meal. They didn't know it was like healthy stuff. They loved it, and they were shocked live on air. So I'm going to make sure that. (laughs) 
you have that. You'll have that for everybody that they can get it in the show notes if they want to. And just in time. So start in the morning, you guys, and you'll have enough time to get it done. That's right. And hopefully people were smart enough and took their turkeys out of the freezer and they're defrosting yeah. those bad boys because it's hard to do it's hard to do that on Thanksgiving morning. We always tell people um, on Monday, take that thing out of the take that thing out of the deep freeze and uh, yeah. and defrost it. But really, uh, I know you and I are on the same page with this. Thanksgiving is worth celebrating. We should be celebrating with our families, right? The, uh, celebrations are important. Traditions are really important. Do you guys have traditions in your family? Yeah, for us, um, it's been a time of, uh, I think you mentioned in the intro, uh, chilling out, you know, yeah, it's a time out. that, you know, we, we just don't do much, but yeah. uh, we celebrate the not doing much and celebrate our Thanksgiving, which is being thankful we've got food, thankful we've got our health, thankful we've got each other. And, and it, thankful think, the stores are closed. Yeah. And, and I don't miss that mess at all. You know, yeah. I don't miss being connected all the time. And so. We, we don't have a lot of, you know, things planned. It's just like sit, relax, visit, chill, you know, and I get. More Dude, I'm with you. Yeah, it's great, you know, and then. Yeah. The thing that kind of freaks it out, you know, a little bit. We're seeing these, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Mondays, you know, and it almost puts a dampen on the Thanksgiving part of thing. And it's getting so much encroaching on those valuable and they're more than traditions. These yeah. are things that we should be. Uh, having in our heart, you know, they should be like, not just traditions out here, they should be traditions that internalize part of what life is about, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's really true that, uh, you know, Black Friday and all that stuff. And frankly, I mean, I used to love to do that. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. I used to love to go Black Friday shopping. And, you know, the people yelling and screaming and fighting over a Barbie doll. No, thanks. No, thanks. Uh, Heidi's out. I'm not doing that. But I will say, uh, I love Thanksgiving. Everybody who listens to my show knows they're like, Heidi, shut up already about it. I've been talking about this for a month and a half. I love Thanksgiving. We serve a, a candlelight dinner at my house every year oh, and yeah. the grandkids are there during COVID due when everybody was freaked out. I had like 75 people at my house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was like, know, come on, let's come on, come on. Especially during COVID. We yes. should have been gathering together, especially yeah. during COVID because we had a lot we needed to get together. People were lonely. People were so yeah. lonely. Yeah, the 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 lockdowns and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Thanksgiving. So we're gonna. So you, you're sending that to me as a PDF, and I'll link yeah. back to that file in yeah. the show notes today, everybody. So head on over to the show notes, and you can download Mark's awesome recipes for Thanksgiving dinner. Some healthy recipes. I'm really looking forward to trying some of that myself. But Leah in Alaska has a little bit of a dilemma, Mark, and I thought you could help with this. She says her husband has been teaching their kids that organic and conventional foods are exactly the same and from the same plant. My husband says organic is a scam to make money and we shouldn't pay for it. I'm so confused because I've seen so much information stating that eating better helps our health overall. We have health problems in our family, picky eaters, severe autism, type 2 diabetes, ADHD symptoms. I've read that changing what you eat can help with this, but my husband disagrees. My, 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 Mark, what say you? Lee in Alaska, there's a lot of things to sort of unpack with that question. First and foremost, um, there's scams out there in every industry. You got to know that, right? People have something that can be good and they turn it into something bad because money becomes a driving force. The uh, vaccines the, come to mind. Vaccines. Exactly. Vaccines were never meant to be bad, but there you go. Profit over people. Yeah. It, it's, that's life. 
But here's the thing with organic. Um, it If it's done correctly, it's not used uh, or not produced with these things like Roundup, you know, and they don't have a bunch of chemicals and genetic alteration in the original seeds and plants. Those are the way God made them, right? So if you can think about organic more or less being the way God made it, that makes a lot of sense. And it'll give you a good uh, leg to stand on when you're talking to your husband about this from a reasonable standpoint. And then just kind of go the other direction and say, you know, chemical alteration from what God made can't be a good thing, you know, because it's man's alteration of a perfection, you see. So that's kind of where you want to separate the line with that. As far as disease processes go, um, I'll just cut to the chase. You know, type 2 diabetes should not exist in one single person. That is a man-made, self-created um, I call it self-chosen elongated suicide, and it's not okay. It's a terrible disease process. It does equate to heart disease and brain disease, known also as type 3 diabetes, just FYI, Lee. Um, there, people are going to pick. They're going to pick a side. They're going to pick a line. But there's addiction with food today. The largest drug that we have that's infested our country is food. And so your husband's likely suffering from addiction. You know, and mm. I, I'm not criticizing him. I'm saying that he probably is and doesn't want to change. And uh, you don't have the power to make him change. Only God does that. So I encourage you and your children to, in the midst of that, embrace the opportunity you have to lead by example and just go ahead and do it. You know, do what you know yeah. is right. As far as autism goes, the autism spectrum disorder is uh, heading down a pathway. I call it to the abyss. Forty years ago, it was one in 40,000. Today, it's about one in 35. At the rate we're continuing by 2050, we'll be at least one in two or better. Now, again, that's not the person's fault that has autism. That is something that's been pushed down through our familial lines um, you know, in birth. And it's actually created in part by all the mess that we just talked about. So you think about this. Why did we have such a rise in autism? It's because... The government got involved in our food supply, processing, chemicals, genetic alteration, et cetera. And so here we are. And uh, Lee, I encourage you to hold the line, hold the faith, keep the faith, be encouraged and just allow pray for your husband that God will change his heart. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I understand Leah's frustration, you know, and even her husband's frustration because we've recognized now, you know, we can't really trust the government and someone says it's organic, maybe it's not organic. And I just like to add to that, hey, if as often as possible, buy from local farmers, go yes. to your local farmer's market. Uh, this is a, a great, great way to get just, or, you know, access to truly organic food. But I think when you're looking for an organic label in the United States, you really mm -hmm. do want to look for that USDA certified organic right. label. They actually do go through a process. There was a new um, USDA regulation that came out, I want to say it was March 20th or something, uh, that will allow for additional oversight and certification points in the supply chain for organic products. They did that because there were a lot of people that were saying, oh, it's organic, it's organic, but it really wasn't. So what That's we're trying right. to do is exactly what you said, Dr. Mark. We're trying to avoid Roundup on our food. We're trying to avoid that. Have you have you read about appeal? Have you? Yeah. You probably have. Yeah. What in the world? That Bill Gates, man, I'll tell you what right now. I, I, wow. I noticed that Costco put a statement out a couple of weeks ago saying they're no longer going to carry it. So they don't carry any products with appeal on them. Of course, it's a, it's a chemical covering, a coating mm -hmm. that they're putting on fruits and vegetables to keep it from going bad. Yeah, it, it looks- That it looks can't be bad. good. 
No, it looks like a piece of plastic fruit is what it looks like. It looks like something you would get the, the old plastic fruits and put them on yeah. the, the table for just modeling purposes. That's what it looks like. And uh, I've seen it. And it's, it's getting so common now, uh, chemicals in our food supply, Bill Gates at all, you know, they're making it normal for people. Come on. Chemicals and it's becoming a problem and it's making us sick. And I, I think, as we've talked about many times, the real enemy uh, to our country and to our freedom is is us from within. And yep. uh, we've got to wake up to this. And by the way, Lee, in Alaska, you, you have a great opportunity living up there in the great tundra. There's I'm sure there's caribou. There's um, there's wild caught salmon. I know there's some, up there's some flounder. You can you can absolutely have some of the finest food on planet Earth right there in your great state. Yep. And it's important to know that I would tell this to your husband. The main difference, I think this is what Mark and I are trying to say, the main difference between organic and non-organic is that the organic crops are produced on farms that have not used synthetic herbicides and pesticides. Right. That's what we're trying to get away from. The food, he he's right, right, isn't he, Mark, that the food itself isn't inherently more healthy, right, if it's organic. The point is it doesn't have the pesticides. On. Well, I guess it does make it more healthy, but the but broccoli is broccoli, right? So what we're trying to do is get broccoli that doesn't have pesticides on it and yeah. uh, herbicides and fertilizer. And I'm pretty sure they have to be able to say that they haven't done that for three years before they can get a certified organic rating from the USDA. Also, I should, I'll go out on a limb and just say, I really, I'm a super fan of Costco's organic food section. They have the frozen blueberries. So you can keep, you can keep this stuff in your freezer all year round, have a good, you know, really great smoothie in the morning. Hey, I have a tip. I learned something. You want to hear it, Mark? You want to hear it? Want to hear it? Want to hear it? I do. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram. Instagram has killed my feed, by the way. If you guys are listening to this, can you please share my page? Mm. They, they put a, they sent me a notice. So in fairness, they told me they were going to do it. And they said, we're not going to show your page to people anymore. And man, they're, they're legit straight up killing me over there at Instagram. So if you guys are listening to this, uh, share my page, cause it's kind of discouraging. I feel discouraged about it. Anyway, um, I was watching a video on Instagram cause I love food videos and sourdough and all the things. And this woman said that she gets the big tub, you know, of spinach from Costco. Yeah. Well, I do that too, but then it goes bad. It gets all slimy. If everybody doesn't, you know, if oh, we yeah. don't eat that right away, then we just basically spent, you know, five bucks on spinach and we just throw it in the garbage. She takes the, the, the container, that plastic bin right from Costco and puts it in her freezer. Freezes it. Freeze dry. And she freezes the spinach. She freezes the spinach. And then she, she showed me her, you know, she, me, she showed Instagram her, uh, her box of frozen spinach. And it's just, it's, it's like crispy. And she yep. said, you can use it for soups and stews. You can use it for, for smoothies. So I did that last week. I bought it and I put it right in the freezer to see what would happen. And ding, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner. It totally wow. works. The spinach looks great. It can go straight into your smoothies and it won't go bad. Hey guys, I know it's hard to find books worth reading to our kids these days as the woke indoctrination folks are working really hard to deceive our kids. We know that focusing on intentional family time, teaching our kids truth and traditional values, cultivating healthy family habits, that's how you build a strong family. Well, Brave Books is writing books that teach faith-based values like the sanctity of life, discernment, or perseverance, and you can subscribe and receive a brand new read-aloud book each month with corresponding family activities. Guys, these are high-quality picture books for children, and I promise your kids are going to love them. Go to bravebooks.com right now and use the promo code Heidi for 20% off your Brave Books family subscription. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you can actually freeze it and you can actually take some of it out and leave yeah. some of it frozen. That's a brilliant trip. That's it. That's, yeah. that's I love that. That's great. We're going to yeah, start doing that super, too. Super great. And then you just take out a handful at a time, put it right back in the freezer mm. and then no more, no more slimy spinach. Hey, hey. Come on. That's worth the whole show right there. I'm telling Come you. Come on. Come on. I was super, I was super happy about that. All right. Sarah in Idaho wants to know if you could talk about important supplements for her 10 year old son. He plays hockey and she wants to give him good foods, but she's not really sure. She says she knows you've talked about this a lot, but she's wondering, can you just give her like three things, three really good, important supplements for her 10 year old, her active little 10 year old. And people can find these by the way, at Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi hit us, Dr. Mark, what you got? That's right. And and this is what I recommend that you do, Sarah, for the 10-year-old. He's very active. You, you're going to feed him well. I know that. But you, you're going to still be lacking some certain things. You need to put that, that young man on vitamin D. So I would recommend for him Bio-DK dose of one. Now, that's 5,000 IUs. It's not going to be too much for him. Don't worry about it, especially living in Idaho, right? Um, secondly, I would put him on, if he can... Any issues with gel caps, I'd put him on two gel caps of Biomega 1000 to get him omega-3s, right? I think that'd be amazing. And then for a multivitamin, I would go active, nutrient, chewable. And the dose on that is four. And so at that three-point approach right now, you're going to cover the D, the omegas, and your multivitamins and minerals. And he is going to love it. And I'm telling you, it will help his performance recovery rest, et cetera. Yeah. His body's going to love him mm-hmm. for that. Sarah in North Carolina wants to know if you can discuss for a moment ADHD from a Christian perspective. Uh, she says there are books and podcasts out there, but they get too worldly in certain aspects. Yeah. And so she's just wondering, what is the, what is the faith perspective on ADHD? Well, Sarah, I'll start here. Um, God did not make someone, anyone Ritalin deficient. Just, just think through that for a moment. Let that broke in there, right? So ADHD and a lot of these other quote-unquote disorders that are used as diagnosis dump boxes today. I'm not saying that people don't have uh, nutrient deficiencies that create other uh, symptoms that we're talking about. So I, I think that you want to kind of step back, Sarah, from this and realize that, you know, ADHD is an overused, over-relied upon diagnosis to create excuse. Now, I I want you to kind of think through that. Now, what do you do about it? The common symptom of ADHD is the inability to pay attention. Okay. A lot of times we see that the first line therapy on that is reduce the processed foods and sugars. Well, yes, I agree with that. That's true. But also remember that the lack of dopamine production, low dopamine actually has synonymous with inability to pay attention. So how do you create dopamine? You don't drink sugars to do that because that's the wrong direction because that's the that's what the world wants you to do worldly. 
you take amino acids that come from protein. So you're going to increase the protein content. You're going to increase the vegetable content. You're probably going to add the same things I just talked about previously for the young athlete in Idaho. But you would also add a B vitamin. I like B Supremes because it takes amino acids plus Bs to make dopamine. And so by doing those couple of things right there and believing God did not make us, you know, Ritalin deficient, as I said, I believe that things like ADHD, that whole thing within the believer's life can completely go away. Wow. Uh that's really encouraging because yeah. there's so many people. I mean, ADHD, and, and we use it. I mean, I hear it all the time. I'm sorry, my I can't sit still. ADHD. I love to hear about ADHD. My ADHD is kicking in, but you're saying we need to increase our dopamine levels. That's right. I have a lot of people come in my office, and uh, this is one of my pet peeves. And I and I will always bring about loving correction when someone begins to own it. Because you go to the doctor, you begin to own diagnosis, right? You go to the doctor, you say, doctor, doctor, doctor Heidi, tell me what's wrong with me, and you know, you could have that conversation all day long until you say something that's wrong with me and you get me to believe it. Then I accept that wrong in me as an identity. Right. I have ADHD. So I go correct people in the office. I say, stop a minute. Stay this after me. I'm living a life conducive with healthy attention span. Right. You see what I just did? Yeah, I yeah. don't want to see people. My ADHD is kicking in. That's like mine. I own it. I have ADHD, therefore I cannot. You see where it becomes an excuse yeah. of yeah. actually uh, living a way that is even excellent compared to the person's own life, you know? Yeah, yeah, it really is. And it's just, it's so encouraging because I, I think, you know, we we own these diagnoses and then we, that becomes our identity. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, huh, no, we don't need to do that. Melinda in Kentucky says her nine-year-old son was diagnosed with PANS after about with COVID. PANS is pediatric acute onset neuropsychiatric disorder. Whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah. After antibiotics, supplements, diet changes, and more, he's better. However, when he gets sick, we have to handle and manage a flare that is less severe than the initial reaction, but can be difficult. We currently limit sugar and we avoid dyes. He takes magnesium, vitamin D, GABA as needed, and a probiotic as well as a general vitamin. I don't know if she can do anything else. Yeah. Is there anything else we can do to help limit these flare-ups? There is. PANS is going to be um, sort of exacerbated in frequency and severity by anything inflammatory. So again, this is why you're having good success by reducing the sugars, et cetera. I would probably also consider anything, removing anything that uh, from the, the grains, refined grains category, because those things will convert to blood sugar as well. So think about those two angles there for certain. Increase omega-3s. Omega-3s, as a general rule, decrease the overburdensome action of inflammation. And then I'll give you one more thing. Add something called pro-resolvent mediators. So you'll take omega-3s in the morning, pro-resolvent mediators at night. And the pro-resolvent mediators act as if the inflammation is resolving itself. So you can do those strategies like that and actually have a pretty good success rate with it. Um, but you're doing a lot of great things. My uh, hat's off to you. I commend you for that. I think you can even add a couple more things like that and even see more beneficial results. And let's believe together right now in Jesus' name that PANS will become a history instead of what it is. It'll become a testimony of what I used to have to deal with. 
Uh, I got a comment for you. This is interesting. Andrea in Canada wrote in to say she would watch this on YouTube and she wants to respond to the October 30th podcast uh, with regard to the vitamin K shot. She said 16 years ago, she had her first baby uh, and the midwife acknowledged that if I drank enough nettle tea, what is that? Stinging nettle, stinging nettle tea leading up to the baby's birth and my body would store enough vitamin K so we could both feel good about me not taking the vitamin K shot. So that's what I did with a very happy, healthy uh, birth of their babies. And this year she's saving her own stinging nettle from the property to be able to share with pregnant mamas. Have you heard about this? I think that's interesting. I thought it was fascinating. And, and Andrew, I want to thank you for that. This is a beautiful thing about we get to share with each other. I yeah. never thought about the angle of adding nettles, but you taught me something. When I read that comment, um, I was hoping that you would bring that up, Heidi. So I can just say, Andrew, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, because of you, I get the opportunity to share that with other people. I love it. I love it. And I really love when people go out into God's creation and we look there before we look to anything that's man-made. It's why you and I have talked about why I love essential oils so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's utilizing what God already has out in nature, which is right. a, there, it's there for our benefit. All right. One more today, Courtney in North Carolina says, I have a lot of pain in my upper left shoulder, mainly in the collarbone clavicle area. I've had x-rays in the past and I'm told it's arthritis. She's 36 years old. Uh, she wonders if this could be due to tons of inflammation in her body. She also has thyroid disorder. She has underactive with Hashimoto's. Last time my thyroid antibody was checked, it showed high inflammation in my body. What should she do? Well, Courtney, that's a great question. And those two things are related because when you have autoimmunity, it means the system is turned upon itself. And that is synonymous with chronic systemic inflammation. Hashimoto's thyroiditis, last four letters, I-T-I-S, arthritis, last four letters, I-T-I-S. That means inflammation. So let's understand those are connected. So first of all, Courtney, I want to tell you and give you some hope that I have seen this with my own eyes many, many times, my wife and I both. If you get on a good plan, if you want to reach out to us, we'll help you. We can see Hashimoto's disease antibodies go down and get in normal range again. So what did I just say? You can see autoimmunity reverse. I've seen it before. Secondly, with both of those conditions, because they're so uh, synonymously tied with um, inflammation, just like the previous person, you have to increase your omega-3 fatty acids. I have tested thousands of people around this world. 100% have been deficient if they weren't doing at least two to three of those, or two to three grams of those high quality omega-3. So for you, buy omega-1000 Dose is three for you. Take that every day, one, two, three at the same time. You're done. That will also help you if the inflammation doesn't go away, especially with your shoulder. Obviously, try the resolvents at the end of the day. And then also, you might look at, I'm a big chiropractic fan too. So also go down that pathway and see if there's some manual adjustment that can be done because it's probably going to be connected to the spine as well. Wow. All right. This is really good. And, and when she takes those uh, omega-3, should people take that with food? Yeah, that's a big uh, question mark I get all the time. It, it's not necessary, but some people prefer to have something with food. In either case, it's not going to affect absorption in one way okay. or form. 
Awesome. That is the question. Dr. Mark Sherwood, as always, thank you for coming on and blessing our people. The day before Thanksgiving, such a treat to have you here. And if uh, people want to reach out to you, I mean, there's a lot of, of folks on here. I'm, I'm reading some of these thinking, man, it would just, uh, just to even, you know, do a, a consult with you would be really great. How yeah. can people find you? Well, they can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. And, and this is the thing. We are here to help people. I mean, we are here to come alongside you. Um, I like to look at us maybe as modern day Samaritans. People fall in the ditch of life, man. You don't know what you're falling into. I, I yeah. think that life tries to steal or rob the joy and health from you. So we're going to get in the ditch with you. We're going to teach you how to get out of the ditch, teach you how to care for yourself, and then finally teach you how to help other people. So, yeah, hey, so if we can be a blessing to people we want to, and I just want to personally wish people the best Thanksgiving ever. Enjoy the day. Look around. See what you're thankful for and say it out loud several times to yourself so you can remind yourself the day after Thanksgiving what you're thankful for the day of Thanksgiving. I love it. I love it. Well, you have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Give my love to uh, Dr. Michelle, and we just are so thankful for both of you. Dr. Mark Sherwood, it's always a delight. Thank you for coming on the show. It's always an honor. Thanks for having me. You guys want to find out more about my friend, Dr. Mark Sherwood, you can visit him at sherwood.tv forward slash Heidi. I want to wish you guys a wonderful Thanksgiving. Tomorrow we'll be coming back with the Thanksgiving story. That is my tradition here at the show on Thanksgiving Day. So you can gather your kids around and listen to the Thanksgiving story. We love you guys. We're thankful for you. I know Dr. Mark is thankful for you as well. And we appreciate you guys writing in. If you have a question that you would like addressed here at the show, the way to do that is to go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. And that's where you can leave those questions. Have a great day, everybody. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving tomorrow. And I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.